Welcome, weary travelers, to the great big universe of Excess Press. This is a weekly podcast to bring you the news of the Disney theme parks and resorts. Witness for yourselves the wonders of Excess Press. And now, let's begin. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Excess Press. You may call me Matt and I'm the host of this Disney theme parks news podcast. This is episode 6 from the week of August 19th, 2018. So here we are in another episode, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about the Halloween party again this week. I, I know I, I I talked about it pretty extensively last week, but um, the more news came out, mostly about like the the merchandise and the food and all that. Yeah, so so a lot of good news came out there. But I'm going to also talk about some troubling news that had come out of the Disneyland Resort. Uh, so let's, let's see what's happening over at Anaheim. And then uh, there's some new dining locations that uh, were kind of announced over at the Caribbean Beach Resort as, as they go through a, a huge remodel. So there's, there's a lot more I'm going to talk about as well. But um, you know what? Let's just uh, let's jump right into it and begin this week's episode of the Excess Press Podcast. So this past week, Disney had announced a lot of new things about the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party happening over at the Walt Disney World Resort, and they said that guests uh, will expect a lot of new treats during the event, and they put treats in quotes. I'm not going to talk about food just yet, but there's actually some new cool little things that are happening during the party. 
So the, the Mad Tea Party will offer a colorful ride as new lighting and effects give a new spin on the night. So sounds like there's going to be um, just some cool new effects uh, that's happening while you're on the teacups. I suppose they're going to be maybe orange or purple or green light lighting effects and lasers. So I'm really interested to see what that looks like because they didn't really give much information on that. Um, and then if you also go over to the Pirates of the Caribbean, looks like there's going to be pirates in the attraction. Because what they said is, new pirates invade the classic attraction to interact with sailing guests who join their search for Gunpowder Pete. So I don't know who Gunpowder Pete is, but maybe he's going to be a character that's going to be in the attraction. I know in the past that like Johnny Depp showed up in Disneyland uh, like while guests were sailing on the attraction so I assume that's what's gonna happen here is that if you go on Pirates of the Caribbean you're gonna see not just audio animatronics but you're gonna see cast members dressed up as as pirates so that's gonna be really cool and I can't wait to see what comes out of that and then over at Space Mountain the explorers will hurtle through deep space as a new soundtrack and special effects transform the adventure so I'm not sure what's going to happen over there either. I mean, over at Disneyland, it does have the uh, the Ghost Galaxy overlay um, that comes out during Halloween. And that's like a haunted, spooky attraction that happens at Space Mountain over there. But I don't know what's going to happen at Space Mountain. So if you go on Space Mountain, uh, you'll probably see some cool new stuff. So I'm excited to, to see what happens there. And then I know I talked about this, uh, I don't know, I think a previous episode, but, or actually on last week's episode, uh, Storybook Circus is going to have a new dance party, which is called the Storybook Circus Disney Junior Jam. And that's going to have a lot of the Disney Junior characters, including Doc McStuffins. So that was just the new things that were, some smaller things that are going to be happening at the event that the that guests can see besides like the big ones that I was talking about last week, like the, the Halloween parade, the fireworks and all that. Disney also released the list of the treats that you can get while at the Halloween party. And that's mostly desserts and a couple food items. But um, so the first three that you can get, uh, which they could all be found at the main street bakery. So the first three items that I have here on the list are the, not so poison apple cupcake and that's just a apple a spiced apple cupcake that's topped with pecan crunch and buttercream and then the uh, halloween cinnamon roll and that's just a mickey shaped cinnamon roll topped with icing and a chocolate spider web now both of those are available daily through october 31st so you can you don't have to go to the party to get them you just you can just go to the magic kingdom and, and grab one and then uh, again, over at the Main Street Bakery, you can get the pumpkin cheesecake. And the pumpkin cheesecake is only available on party nights. So unfortunately, you have to be at the party to get that one. And uh, that's just, uh, it's topped with a chocolate Mickey pumpkin. And it's like a, it's a, again, a pumpkin cheesecake. And that it has uh, vanilla pecan cake and caramel glaze on it. So that sounds really good. And then over at Casey's Corner... 
which is available daily through October 31st, is the Mini Witch Brownie. And that's just a brownie that has one big white chocolate piece that has Minnie Mouse on it dressed in her Halloween costume. So you can find that over at Casey's Corner. Then there's over at Pecos Bill Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. You can get the, the Hades Nachos. These are black bean nacho chips that are topped with fiery buffalo chicken and your choices from the topping bar. If you're not familiar with Pecos Bill, they do have a famous topping bar over there. And Pecos Bill is one of my favorite quick service restaurants. So this sounds good. There's another food item over at the Pecos Bill, and which is the worms in dirt. And they are gummy worms that have been laid to rest. Uh, pretty much it's just chocolate pudding that comes with uh, cake crumbs, gummy worms, and a chocolate gravestone. So both the Hades nachos and the worms and dirt, they are available only on party nights. The nachos are available right away. So the, the first Halloween party was this past Friday on the 17th. So you can get them on any party night. But the worms and dirt, they do not show up again or they don't show up until uh, October 1st. And over at Sleepy Hollow, you can get the Zero Waffle Sunday, which is... Uh, a, a special pumpkin waffles that have zero on them and the sundae comes topped with vanilla ice cream sprinkles and a caramel drizzle and that is available on party nights only starting october 1st then there's the jack skellington cake push pop and that is also available at sleepy hollow on party nights it is layered with chocolate cake vanilla buttercream white chocolate and dark chocolate crispy pearls dark chocolate curls and a white chocolate Jack Skellington piece. So there's like a little picture of them on that. And then over at the Liberty Square Market, there is the Madame Leota dessert. And this is only available on party nights. And that is a vanilla tart shell filled with toasted marshmallow pastry cream and topped with crispy pearls, chocolate and a hand candy heart, sorry, hard candy garnish. And then over at the Aloha Isle is the Hitchhiking Ghost, and this is available on party nights only. And this is pretty much a Doom Buggy inspired cream puff, uh, and it has like a chocolate of the Hitchhiking Ghost in them, and it's filled with cookies, cookies and creams mousse, and it's topped again, like I said, with a chocolate piece that has the hitchhiking ghosts on them it's really cool the like cream puff looks like a uh, one of the doom buggies that you ride in for the haunted mansion it's pretty awesome and then over at gaston's tavern there's the oogie boogie uh, meringue and that's available on party nights and it is a pomegranate cherry gelée with gummy worms topped with glow-in-the-dark meringue over at storybook treats there is the maleficent dessert and that is lime soft serve ice cream that comes in a black waffle cone and is topped with purple sugar and chocolate horns. So this is actually dessert. This little dessert looks really awesome. I think it's definitely the coolest of them, of them all. There's pictures over on my Instagram at Excess Press Podcast, but you could also go to the Disney blogs if you want to see all of them as well. Uh, but this one looks really awesome. And then there's two desserts coming from Anti Gravity's Galactic Goodies. And both of these are available daily. Uh, you can get a candy corn ice cream and candy corn milkshake. Now, uh, I'm not really a big fan of uh, candy corn, but hey, 
if you're into that, they have them over there at Anti-Gravity's Galactic Goodies. And then there's the Munster Smash Burger, which is over at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe, and that's available on party nights only. And this thing looks really awesome as well. This is a, uh, a black bun burger. So the, or sorry, the burger comes on a black bun with Munster, Munster cheese, tots, and sriracha aioli. This thing looks so good, and I really want to try it, and it looks, it looks awesome as well. And then uh, there's popcorn. So there's, there's a lot of those fun popcorn buckets that you can get. Uh, and I know people go crazy for the, the Oogie Boogie ones. So if you want to get an Oogie Boogie one, you're going to have to get those fast because I feel like there's gonna, they're going to fly off the shelves. But that's all the treats that they announced for the, uh, the Halloween party for this season. So again, a lot of those you can get uh, daily at the Magic Kingdom or you, you have to go to the party to get them, unfortunately. So just I guess you're going to have to go if you want all these treats. So Disney also announced a lot of merchandise that's going to be sold at the party. So they're actually celebrating the 25th anniversary of Hocus Pocus. So there's a lot of different things you can buy based on that. Uh, there are three shirts that resemble the outfits worn by the Sanderson sisters. Those are like really cool. They're just like, you know how you can just like, they have shirts that are like uh, like costumes and they just have like a big printed image of like what so like a, like an outfit like they have I know they do it for like Buzz Lightyear and for Woody sorry I'm probably not describing this very very well but um it's yeah it's really cool it's pretty much just like an the outfit of the Sanderson sisters on the shirts so they are selling that and they're pretty awesome you should check those out and then I know know if you're a fan of spirit jerseys but there is a Hocus Pocus themed spirit jersey they did announce a Hocus Pocus one a while ago but now they have another one, uh, and on the back of the spirit jersey, it says a muck, a muck, a muck, because that's what uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's uh, character says. Why am I blanking on her name in the movie? But it's it's a phrase that they say in the movie repeatedly, so that's on the back of the spirit jerseys. I happen to love spirit jerseys. I know some people don't. They think they're ugly and big, but like they're to me, they're super comfortable, and I love the spirit jerseys. Uh, and then there's also a mug shaped like a cauldron, which is pretty cool. And there's also a light-up ornament that's shaped like a cauldron. But it, it kind of looks like a snow globe, uh, like inside the... So it's the cauldron with, like, figurines of the Sanderson sisters sitting in top... Uh, or sitting in it with, like, a snow globe on top of them. But, um, but yeah, so that looks pretty cool as well. And then there's a, an exclusive tote bag for annual pass holders that they can get, too. So, but then there's also t-shirts that have artwork based on the Halloween party, as well as a bright orange Mickey ear hat. And then annual pass holders will be also, uh, they're also, will be able to purchase a raglan top shirt that has glow in the dark printing. And then they can also pick themselves up a exclusive orange bird collectible pin. Uh, so, but there are other pins for other guests that, uh, that can get picked up. Uh, so there's a, a villain-inspired box pin, pin set 
which contains two randomly selected pins inside. So it's like one of those like mystery minis or mystery pin sets that you can buy, but you, like you don't know what you're getting. You're just, it's going to be at random. So in that collection, there are 12 in total. Um, so yeah, they actually look pretty awesome. They, I love the Disney villains and these actually look really cool. Uh, and then if you're into collecting magic bands, there will be a limited edition one that's available during the Halloween party as well. So the best locations to find these items during the event is at the Emporium on Main Street, USA, or you can go over to the Big Top Souvenirs and Storybook Circus, or you can go to the Frontier Train Post in Frontierland. So that's it. That's all I got for this this week for the, um, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, so... I thought I was going to be done with it next week, but uh, I, I didn't realize that Disney doesn't announce the treats and the merchandise until like the very last minute. So as I was getting my show notes together, I was like putting these together super fast because they announced them pretty late in the week. But uh, but yeah, so a lot of news coming out of the Halloween party and uh, it started on Friday and I was I was looking at all the photos and videos and I'm so jealous. I, I really wish I could go this year. I uh, don't know if I'm going to make it. I seriously doubt it. My my fall is already booked up with other trips and plans and weddings and all that. But I'm jealous. So I'm going to have to live vicariously through uh, my followers and all of that. So anyways, that's it for right now. Uh, I'm going to stay in Disney World. Uh, we do have some news coming uh, from the Caribbean Beach Resort. So let's uh, let's move on over to there. Last week, Disney had announced that the Caribbean Beach Resort is getting two new dining locations. Now, since last year, the resort has been under some renovations and reimagining. Uh, in a few months, it will be complete. Uh, so there was a table service restaurant called Shutters, and that's going to open as an all-new location, and that's going to be called Sebastian's Bistro. Uh, this, of course, will be located along the Old Port Royale waterfront, so you'll be able to get some really great views there. Uh, the menu will consist of a blend between Latin and Caribbean flavors, uh, and there's going to be a lot of market fresh ingredients, so expect a good amount of seafood. And then uh, the restaurant, if, if you don't know Sebastian, is based on, uh, of course, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid, and he was Ariel's... Uh, lobster friend so so yeah it is called sebastian bistros um and then in the restaurant you'll see a, a lot of the uh, the artwork is going to be very abstract uh it, it's it's kind of cool so 
So yeah, that's one of the new restaurants. And then the other one is that Disney had released a new look for the new quick service dining location called Center Town Market. Uh, and it's being expanded to, to uh, create an indoor street market vibe. Uh, so the image that was released shows a large uh, palapa-like structure to be its centerpiece. And if you don't know what a, a palapa is, it's it's one of those things you see in the Caribbean or if you're like in Mexico. But it's it, it's pretty much like an open hut that has a thatched roof made of like dried palm leaves. So uh, so yeah, it kind of looks like a very modern take of of that. But yeah, so in this location, you'll have access to the grab-and-go market for specialty coffee and quick bites. But yeah, not much else is else known just yet, so uh, I guess we'll have to see. Uh, but I think we'll be hearing more very soon about about that. I've honestly, I don't really know much about the, the Caribbean Beach Resort. I've never been to it. I don't know if I've ever had like really much of a desire to stay there, so my my knowledge of the Caribbean Beach is, is very... <laughs> Is, is very low I, I don't know much about it but if if anyone has like more information on like what it, what it's like staying at the Caribbean beach I would really like to hear more about it because I think it's just I think it's one of those resorts that's just not talked about as much as others but yeah so that's it that's uh that's all we got for the Caribbean beach resort and uh so now we're gonna there's some news that's been happening over the past few weeks at Disney World. Uh, it it's actually is a bit of old news, but it's been making the circuit around different news sites. So, so stick around because we're gonna be talking about uh, Disney style adult makeovers. So that's gonna be interesting. Back in May, Disney had announced that adults can now get Disney-inspired makeovers. These packages are called Character Couture. In the past week, it has kind of gone viral and been featured on multiple news sites. I thought I would jump on the bandwagon a bit because this was actually news to me. So Disney has the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and that's where you can take your kids where they, uh, they can get their makeup done, their hair. Uh, and then they could put on like a, a dress, like a princess, and get all spiffed up. So now adults can get something similar, but they can only get like their hair and their makeup done. They can't like wear a dress or anything like that. But so yeah, so like I said, this was called the Caricature Couture, and this is available for guests that are ages four and up. And from what Disney is saying, that the styles are limitless. So. They can get their, their makeup done that is either inspired by Star Wars characters, a Disney princess, or even like a Disney villain. So uh, I saw in like the, the article that the Disney blogs had posted someone had gotten makeup done like Ursula, but it actually looked like it looked really awesome. It looked really cool. These services are located at salons at a few of the select Walt Disney World resorts. 
Uh, and they include the Ivy Trellis at the Disney's Grand Floridian, and, the, and then the La Vida Salon at Coronado Springs, and then the Salon by the Springs at the Wilderness Lodge. I guess you can do walk-ins because it's, Disney had said it's best to make an appointment. So I would assume you should just do that because then at least you'll guarantee yourself a reservation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust the walk-in for this. So, but yeah. So uh, if if you're an adult and you want to look like a princess, or you maybe look like Ray from Star Wars, or maybe BB-8, uh, you can definitely do that. There is also I know there was a mini Minnie Mouse inspired uh, makeup. So like I said, you can do so many there's so many choices you can do so this sounds pretty awesome but yeah so that's actually all the news we have over in the walt disney world resort for this week and uh there's just one news item that's coming out of disneyland that i do want to talk about and it's a it's a little it's a little troubling so so yeah let's uh let's head on over to disneyland So last year, the the Disneyland Resort had announced a new 700-room luxury hotel for the downtown uh, Disney district, and they they set that to open in 2021. So now, due to a dispute over tax subsidies, uh, the the plans for the hotel are actually now on hold. The issue had centered on a so bear with me. It centered on a 267 million tax break that was approved by the city of Anaheim in 2016. Uh, now, when the city council had approved the tax break, the new hotel was to be located on the north end of Disney's property. Uh, and later on, Disney had moved the proposed location to a larger site uh, within the downtown Disney district. Uh, but now because of this issue of the proposed site being inconsistent, um, Disney is not going to be entitled to that huge tax rebate if they were to move forward with the the hotel. So unfortunately, they have no other choice but to put the construction of the hotel on an indefinite hold as they they reevaluate the uh, the viability of the hotel development in Anaheim. Now this is gonna cause some issues right now because. Disneyland Resort had already closed a lot of things down in their downtown district. Like they closed down Earl of Sandwich, the Rainforest Cafe, uh, ESPN Zone, and in the AMC Theater. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it, it could delay now the scheduled opening of the hotel in 2021. So we're going to have to keep a close eye on this one because there's, there's a lot of politics involved with this hotel. and. That's just so tough about being in the center of Anaheim. It's really tough to build out there because uh, there's a lot of locals around. The, I mean, it's it's in a neighborhood. Like you go to if you've never been to the Disneyland Resort, like if you go like a mile outside, there's just residential houses. So it's not like Walt Disney World where you're all enclosed into Disney Disney space. Um, but yeah, that's tough, and that's a tough break because this hotel looked ridiculous. Um, yeah, so keep a close. We're gonna keep a close eye on this one because I'm really curious to see what happens and see if this hotel even goes through. So, 
But okay, hey, well, we made it through all the news items this week. There, uh, there wasn't too much. Uh, well, I mean, there was, but I kind of, kind of went through it pretty, pretty quickly. Um, so yeah, we're uh, we're just gonna move on over to uh, our quick news items and just talk briefly about uh, one of the uh, something that happened in Disney Parks history. So we're gonna we're gonna head on over to there. So now for another segment of This Day in Disney Parks History. So there, there was really only one notable thing that happened in the past, and it actually happened last year. So last year, on August 13th, 2017, the great movie ride and the universe of energy featuring Alan's Energy Adventure both closed at Walt Disney World. So if you don't know... I'm sorry to tell you, but these two attractions are, they've been closed since last year. Uh, I'm just really happy that when I was, when I was there in March of 2017, I was able to ride both of these attractions one more time. Uh, I love the great movie ride. My favorite scene is, is Alien. Alien's one of my favorite movies. Um, so yeah, I'm really happy I was able to ride that one more time because I, I don't think I rode the great movie ride since I was a kid. So probably since like 98 or maybe 94 when I first went to Disney World but yeah I was just I'm just I was really happy I was able to see that one more time and then Ellen's Energy Adventure I don't know if I've ever been on that until last year I can't remember I mean I might have gone on when I was younger but I honestly don't remember anything about it um but I'm glad I saw it so yeah so that was that was a year ago now that both of them had come to an end and it's pretty sad uh, the Great Movie Ride is actually being replaced by, I think it's called Runa- Mickey's Runaway Railroad. I can't remember the exact name, but it's inspired by like the new cartoons that have been coming out, like the shorts that feature Mickey and Minnie Mouse. It, it has that style of artwork. Um, so it, I don't know exactly what it is, but uh, it is going to be like, a, I guess, a roller coaster inside there. Uh, and you're going to be on like a, on a rail cart. Um, so should be interesting and then of course the universe of energy uh is transforming over into a guardians of the galaxy roller coaster i'm just not sure if i want this attraction in epcot like i don't i just gonna feel it's gonna feel so out of place like i don't know i'm really like i'm i know i'm gonna ride it and i know i'll be excited when it comes out i love guardians of the galaxy but like i just can't see it fitting that well in epcot but Hey, who knows? Time will tell, and I'm probably going to be proven wrong. But but yeah, so that was the only thing that I had for this segment of This Day in Disney Parks History.
So now for some quick news items. So the first news item we have here is that there is now a limited time pop-up shop for Disney Vacation Club members over at Disney Springs and you can find that in the Marketplace Co-op and it's open through September 3rd. Uh, if you've never been to the Marketplace Co-op over at Disney Springs, it is awesome. It is, oh God, they have such cool stores there. Uh, you could just like walk in through one store, one at the other. They have really great stuff for your home. Uh, some really cool clothing stores. Um, they have like awesome dresses for uh, for women. Uh, it's yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's it's definitely my favorite place to shop when I'm over at Disney Springs. So definitely check that out if you haven't. So, but at this pop up shop for Disney Vacation Club members. It's going to have an assortment of different DVC merchandise such as apparel, accessories, travel gear, and collectibles. And then there's a lot of new items including patterns for Dooney and Burke handbags, uh, new designs for member magic bands, pins, and more. And the members can also use their merchandise discount towards their purchases. Uh, so that's nice as well. And then Disney had also announced that they're going to sell... Uh, Dia de los Muertos inspired Mickey ears and these ears will be available at Walt Disney World locations including the Mexico Pavilion at Epcot and I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that they're not selling these at Disneyland just yet because there's a lot of Day of the Dead events happening over there and but I'm sure eventually uh, they're going to be sold over there uh, but there's also they announced some new ears as well uh, another set of ears I should say which is the candy corn ears for the holiday season and these are actually kind of cool they're sequenced ears um the the bow tie on the ears they look just like candy corn they're awesome they're like these big puffy candy corns on the ears uh but those are both available at disneyland and disney world and then if you're still hungry after we talked about all those mickey not so scary halloween party treats uh they you can find a mermaid donut over at Ariel's Grotto. Now this donut looks super cool. It It is covered with purple icing and sprinkles and decorated with white chocolate shells and a sand dollar. And then uh, a mermaid's green tail is captured mid-splash in the center of the donut. So it looks like the tail is just coming right out of the center. Uh, so yeah, you can find that over at Ariel's Grotto and it's also available at Prince Eric's Village Market in Fantasyland, and you'll be able to find that starting uh, today, actually, Sunday, August 19th. So pick that up if you're still hungry. But uh, but yeah, that's that's going to wrap it up. But uh, no questions this week, no feedback from anyone. So uh, I'm just going to wrap up the show now, and that's it. So all right, let's go to the outro.
right, well, that's going to wrap it up for another week's episode. Um, appreciate you taking the time to listen this week. Um, just a few things I want to note. Uh, if you haven't noticed, my the sound of the podcast has changed a lot over the past few weeks. I've been kind of testing to see what works best and what doesn't. And uh, I don't know if you get here behind me, but there's loud thunderstorms happening. Uh, I had to record the podcast now, and unfortunately, there's a thunderstorm going on. Uh, so, I, I, if you heard like thunderstorm crackles through the 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 early, earlier parts of the podcast, I apologize. Hopefully, it's not too loud or distracting. But it, I I double checked it, and it sounded like it was it sounded like it was going to be okay. So, but yeah, like I said, I'm I'm testing some new things out of how to make myself sound better. Uh, when it comes to audio recording, and I think I'm I'm getting there. I think this is gonna uh, gonna I think this is gonna be my best sounding podcast so far. Uh, so please let let me know what you think if if I need to change anything. But uh, anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to to let you guys know about that. But so yeah, just uh, if you can make sure you subscribe to the podcast over on Anchor. On Google Podcast, uh, over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or however you listen to podcasts, uh, just please let me know if there's another app or like website you listen to, and I'll I'll make sure to add it there. And if you can leave a review, it'll it'll really help the podcast out. Uh, so the you can find me also at excesspresspodcast.com. That is the my new website that is uh, up and running. Uh, so check that out. Let me know what you think of that. Um, and then you can also find me on social media. Uh, you can find me at Excess Press Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you want, you can shoot me an uh, you can shoot me an email over at excesspresspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, you can send me any questions you have to there. Uh, and then leave me a comment. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, just if you can, please share it with your friends and family. I'm, I'm sure you have a lot, you know a lot of Disney fans out there, and then if you uh, if you're subscribed to the Anchor app, you can actually send me a voice message. Uh, so if you have like tips, comments, or questions about a previous show, let me know, and I could actually play your message on an upcoming podcast. So thanks for tuning in and uh, for your support of the show. So so this is Matt from the Excess Press Podcast signing off. Until next time, travelers. We hope to see you next week. And remember to seize the future with excess. Bon voyage.